Welcome to Chinatown. I'm your host, Trevor, and I'm about to leave to go see the D&D movie. <laughs> I'm Jay, and I'm about to go back to bed once we're done with this, because <laughs> my co-hosts are sadists. <laughs> I'm Josh, and I can't argue with that accusation. I might also be uh, some part masochist, but uh, I have arrived at part two of midnight suns i get nervous when things have different parts and and how many hours would you say you're in at this point oh i would guess i'm a good in the 40 range i mean steam says i'm at 70 holy cow but i always worry that there's been some left on moments in that yeah i think there would have to be because part two is not very far in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh good uh part two is is since you beat venom question mark yes yeah basically yeah yeah you got a ways to go to be fair though each part is way way shorter than you think it is <laughs> yeah i think i mean again we've talked about this but i think i have spent a lot of time on the side missions yeah yeah it sounds like it but and, i'm not and, that i'm not that high level i mean like i think my I think my highest level guys are still only, like, 13. Well, considering you can only get to 25, like, that's your highest possible level. So, And yeah. it does it does slow down a little bit, but not, like, a ton. So I, I think it's also going to speed up for you a little bit because um, some of the resources that you pick up from the side missions um, become more plentiful to the point where you almost don't need to go on as many side missions. Oh, that would be nice. And I did... Uh... I did yesterday uh, add Morbius to the Midnight Suns roster, which, like, look, I'm just going to say here, I haven't even watched the Jared Leto movie, but what a dumb character Morbius is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it, having watched the movie, you would have your opinion would change much. <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, so do you have um, Deadpool? I do, I do. Okay. But I'm assuming you don't. You obviously don't have Venom yet. I, I also have Venom. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have all and, the DC characters. And Deadpool is a less dumb character than Morbius. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't have Morbius because I haven't gone back and continued playing. You can continue playing um, after you finish. Um, and I finished before Morbius came out. So, but I've I've considered going back to get him and go through his storyline. But my my interest in Morbius is probably as high or lower than yours <laughs> so far you're not missed out on that much yeah but and my one i whatever i i'm continuing my morbius complaint moment here which is that the, the, i just feel like they took the whole anti-hero shtick way way beyond the pale with morbius in both the you know in both the comics and in the game I don't know anything about him in the comics. The only thing I know is the movie and don't know him in the game. But I, I mean, you get enough of the anti-hero shtick from the first two DLCs, like in overload almost. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. So, so Josh, is, yes. is, is the, uh, are, are you guys basically done? Uh, here we are behind the paywall. So yes, um, we will, um, we'll go back in session next thursday because basically we adjourned yesterday 
because the governor has five days to either sign veto, or veto or sign bills or or not do anything with them, and then they just go into law, become law without a signature. Right. Um, anyway, so we'll have to come back on Thursday to officially end with the signy die and potentially respond to any vetoes. Are there? Is there anything that you're expecting him to veto at this point? I think that he might stand up for the librarians of Idaho. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Interesting. I did. (laughs) I did read the, uh, I I read. So our local news news site had a summary and it's, it just kind of baffles me that this is the point that we're at, but I guess it shouldn't. But like the, the town to our South, the mayor was like, you know, what's going to make things better (laughs) is if, we have a town hall to discuss people's views on libraries <laughs> and uh and of course it was like packed to overflowing and and on the one end there's like people who are like hey libraries are kind of cool and <laughs> the other end or the people who are like hey libraries are full of <laughs> pornography and pedophilia and like i don't i don't really know how you can <laughs> reconcile those two things bring those two sides together in any way yeah anyway um i i i am curious josh so now that you've you're basically at the end of your your first legislative term um there there might be a little bit more but i guess we'll see um what uh i guess i'll I'll do the open-ended question first but i had some other questions after that but what what are your thoughts of the experience now that you've had had your first go at it um i remain a congenital optimist um i mean overall in general it was a very good experience i will say that like one person can make all the difference and i mean that in the worst possible way (laughs) and in the best possible way i mean you know like even the crusade against idaho's librarians you know, that is coming from very few people, like sort of like you're indicating there, Jay. Um, it is a lot more like a board game than I even expected it to be. And what other takeaway can I share with you? <laughs> um, gosh, there's a lot more baked in ahead of time like okay this is here's a here's Wheeler's naive naivete moment for you like you know they say it's political theater there's a lot of theater like I I didn't realize how much is backstage like you know how many things have happened before you're ever going to see it on the news before you're ever going to hear about it before even before votes are taken if that makes sense yeah yeah so I guess one of the questions I've had with it is that um obviously idaho and I, i'm not sure how many state legislatures are like this you you might have a better sense of this than i do but you guys get together at the start of the year you work for you know roughly three months and then you adjourn for the remaining nine months and is that would would you, is that very common i know there's obviously other states that do that but um are there very many states that do that or very many that do year-round 
Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know the actual count, but if if you told me it was about half and half, it wouldn't surprise me. Like I remember um, working with one of the lobbyists this year who used to work in the um, Pennsylvania state legislature, and they're they're year round, right? But like most of our neighbors have the whole part-time legislature you know utah's even i i don't know how utah does it they they have like in statute that their legislative session is 45 days so okay i mean to put that in perspective like we just finished half (laughs) yeah yeah because we just finished like our 83rd legislative day so i'm like holy cow if we had had to been done by then that well in some ways there might have been a whole much a whole lot less nonsense I love, I love that even at this point you're uh, so optimistic. But you're right. That's that's a fool's statement to have made, Jay, because there is so much nonsense that occurred in just the final three days, basically. And I mean, basically, my follow-up question with it was: Do you think that Idaho should be um, like have a full-time legislature? No. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Because it'll just be all nonsense all the time? Yes, on the nonsense channel. I mean, like, the thing is, is like, I have to be honest and and recognize that um, there are... There are things that are being put together, worked on, even as we speak, and, you know, people will be working on them for the next eight to nine months. What I mean is, like, you know, putting together legislature or or having conversations, you know, and, and, I mean, basically a full-time legislature, you're just going to pay people to do that. At least, at least in Idaho, we're not paying people for that nine months of, you know, assembling more nonsense, I guess. So that's my take on it. Uh, the the one thing I will say is it I'm sure I would have to look examine some of the other state legislatures, but I'm sure it changes the nature of who runs or who can run even. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Cause I like, mean, let's let's be honest here. Basically, everyone doing it is already rich, right? <laughs> I mean, not to. I mean, I don't know. They're a farmer or they're a rancher who they're taking. It, it's not. Um, planning season or right. Yeah, but in the state of Idaho, if you extended it year long, you would remove those farmers and ranchers. You would, I think. Yeah, I think that's yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. And yes, Jay, to your point, a lot of a lot of Idaho's legislature are independently wealthy, but but not always. To you know. Yeah, not always. Yeah, but not I don't always. think that changes in any state. That I mean, I think it's the same across the board. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, that may be the case, right? So, but yes, after my first uh, session, I, I'm not in favor of a full-time legislature. I wasn't before, but is this the extent of your questions for the moment, Jay? Um, I don't <laughs> know. Did you, did you have any questions, uh, Trevor? No, I don't want anything to do with government. <laughs> <laughs> I got Trevor the property tax relief he wanted. And, uh, that, that's I, I hadn't, I hadn't heard that. Is it actually, did it get passed? <laughs> Yeah, the governor vetoed it, and well, I mean, the governor vetoed the original, but yeah, they overrode the veto. Yeah, in a, in well, a you overrode the veto, or re- yes, because originally they said we were going to rewrite it. Well, yeah, that was uh, there was some shenanigans being played in the politics phase of 
Idaho Imperium Fourth Edition right there. So, because uh, honestly, I agreed with the governor. The first thing you guys passed, I thought was not good. Did you? Uh, did you, you were not in favor of it because of its hodgepodgey nature. Correct. Mm, yeah, no, the hodgepodge made it through. The, oh, there gosh. were some. There were some things uh, changed, you know, after the veto, but not not markedly honestly i'm here to tell you that's pretty much what you were originally looking at so the so, removal so exactly, of the the, the removal exactly of the march do? yeah the march date's gone uh, so that did get removed yeah yeah okay that. well then that was that was my biggest like that felt like a major fu to all the small school districts across the state <laughs> didn't it yes yes um that that was not the piece of the bill I was happy to vote for. I will admit that. But uh, what it does, Jay, it, it gathers funds from several different sources and essentially provides. I think it's 330 million in property tax relief. About um, about 60% of that goes to primary um, homeowners, and the remainder of it goes to school districts and requires them to use the funds to either pay down their bonds or their levies. And if they have neither of those, then there's then there's to put it in an account to use for facilities, um, construction or maintenance. And so that, you know, there's property tax relief in a couple forms there, right? If you, if you, you're going to get some relief on your primary residence and then because everybody pays a little bit to school districts, you know, as part of their property taxes, in theory, if their bonds and levies are lower than everybody's property taxes lower. Part of why they take away one of the dates for bonds and levies is so that there's less, uh, I don't know if you want to call it incentive or tendency for school districts to be passing additional levies. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but that's not true, is it? <laughs> Meaning, well, no, not necessarily, right, but it's just that... I mean, they're yeah. not going to... This isn't going to okay, so it it will hopefully provide some um, uh, relief as far as property taxes, which everyone's been clamoring for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's not going to solve Idaho Falls's or many of the other places issue of not having the school facilities that they need. I mean, well, that, yeah i fair fair, it, it fair will not. Point. and what? if the part of the the part of the march bond was re, is still in there that would make it even harder right for idaho falls to pass their levies i mean what it does also is is some of that money uh you know also becomes part of a pool that right. school districts can bond against and so it theoretically should mean that they will need to go to the voters less often for bonds so It'll be interesting to see what comes of it long term. Yeah. Well, um, is it so? It felt like one of the the issues that we had um, recently was that the homeowners exemption wasn't really pegged to inflation or to the growth in value of the real estate market, and so the real estate market went really high and property taxes went high and you know a lot of the people were like what the hell just happened to my (laughs) (laughs) to my property taxes but is is there any fix or change in it that has pegged it to inflation or rises in house prices there's not 
there, so this the, can just all the only thing it again. does is um, well, I I shouldn't say there's not. It doesn't index it. It does raise it. It does sure. raise the exception level, and it also um, raises the what they call the circuit breaker, which is basically helps senior citizens. You know, basically sure. says at a certain level, you you know that added value is not going to count against your property taxes, you know, but, um, so no, it's not, it's not indexed. Some might say that it is, um, anti-indexed, I guess, because <laughs> no, it, it's not going to move. And that was one of the early proposals. And right. frankly, that was, that was, I'm going to call it the strategy behind the governor's veto. Like he wanted, I think he would have preferred to have that solution, which why, why solve a problem for tomorrow that you can <laughs> there you put go. off See? and do nothing about? <laughs> there you go. See, you're right, Jay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> granted, the, I mean, who, who? It seems like what happened with the Idaho real estate market is, um, you know, maybe unlikely to happen again. But well, that's probably, probably that's probably, probably not at least for another forty years or some dumb thing, right? Yeah, that's probably me just being another being as optimistic as uh, uh, Josh is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a world where, uh, you know, you go not too far to the north into Montana and they've been through everything we have earlier and worse. And, you know, there's a world where Idaho continues this roller coaster ride, I guess. But yeah, know, that's true. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> All right, well, let's pause things there and go on to the main episode. 